FM News Talk 97.1 Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo here in studio with my partner Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, who is Back in the saddle again. I know. I love it. I missed you guys last week. Yeah, we missed you. We missed you too. I, you know, it's just, it just, my week just was not complete. That's I don't know how to hey, describe it. I get it. I get it. Sometimes you're Ryan out there. Music. You had free reign. Yeah, did you did. enjoy it? I didn't catch the show, so. <laughs> I was, uh. We did was, a very, we had uh, Mike Marfell in here, yeah. the fisherman, and we did a very fishing heavy show. The weather is turned around out there, there and it's starting yeah. to get nice outside and I thought it was a perfect time to talk about the outdoors and fishing. Um, so we had a lot of fun with Mike last week, but it's just not the same without you. It's this, It's the stash. <laughs> That's what it is. It is. It's the whole thing. I, I it's agree. It's just, you know, you, you know, you just you can't be I away for with, long. Who was I with somebody the other day and goes, uh, I don't remember. And I was like, That's because I'm standing here. <laughs> I don't remember the whole context, though. It was uh, quite entertaining, to mm-hmm. say the least. So it's been a couple weeks. I did my best last week to tell people about everything happening at Southern Armory from yeah. the uh, 10% off suppressors. Is that still a thing? Yep, that's still Good, a thing. because I talked about it last week. Uh, but you are better at it than I am. What's happening at so, Southern Armory? So right now we have a bunch of used guns in stock. So if you're not on... Facebook with us, uh, then then you're missing out. And and what I say by that is like when we buy a used gun, we get it in, we throw it on our throw it on our wall as used, right? And we only try to buy like the the creme de la creme, like the primo yeah. used guns if they're just really beat up, really rough, need work, look like they've been just shot out. We just pass on them. Mm-hmm. Where other dealers will just you know snag them up and and charge you still a premium for them. So let me tell you about a story about a Ruger LCR. Yeah. Uh, Ruger, it's the light compact revolver. Uh, it's a great carry gun, and uh, we had it on the wall for you know this just awesome price for a gun that literally sat in a box and never got used, and it lasted a whopping day and a half mm. on the wall. Wow! So, huh. uh, and it was on our social medias. We put it up, and right. we had people you know telling us I'm interested, you know, and so if you're not on that, gun. that Facebook. Uh, with us, if you're not on Second Amendment Radio with us, you yeah. are, you are missing out. You can miss out on an uh, unbelievable deal. Right? Yeah, it was like something like a hundred bucks off. Wow. Uh, over a, a brand brand new one. Uh, and this one, literally, I looked at it and I was like, "There's not even, there's nothing in the barrel. There's nothing in the cylinders. Mm-hmm. There's always a little bit of wear, mm-hmm. you know, on a gun, especially if they've used it." And uh, this had, this yeah, had you nothing. just used the the term "shot out." So, yeah. like, um, you know, I played slow pitch softball for 25 years and you'd get a new bat every couple of years and you'd at first they're they're okay but then they break in and then they're unbelievable and then at some point they just the 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 ball just stops jumping off the bat and the bat is dead it's just at some point of its life it's it's gone dead and it's time to get a new one if you want full um yeah, if you want the 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 full performance out of that bat, uh, out or out of your bat, uh, is it is it that way with guns? Like, yeah. do a gun is does every gun have only have a certain amount of uh, life of, of life or yeah. a certain amount of shots? Is it all about how often it's used or like what else can shorten the it, life a, of a gun? So, uh, lots of things can shorten the life of a firearm. Um, because you know, you're, you you a firearm is just more than just just a chunk of metal. It's 
firing pins, springs, barrels. Um, so with when you take all that kind of into uh, account, there is a useful life. And there is rec- recommended uh, intervals to change certain parts. So um, depending on, you know, what firearm you have. So we, we get a lot of people in and they're like, you know, oh, I'm at my 15,000 round or 20,000 round uh, interval with, you know, name your flagship SIG, Glock, Smith & Wesson, whatever. And then uh, those manufacturers will have a recommended, um, recommended list of parts to get changed. So we've we've done those services on on lots of guns, um, like SIGs. You know, it's like an extractor and uh, some roll pins and a firing pin and you know mm-hmm. just just some minor stuff. And then when they start getting really really high round count, generally you're getting into springs. Gotcha. Um, Glock. I want to say it's like ten thousand rounds on a spring. So you know, if you're you're like me and you shoot like two hundred fifty two hundred fifty rounds, three hundred rounds at the range at a given time. Um, you go a couple times a month. Now you can see it's 600 rounds a month. Let's just say 500 just for argument's sake because that's easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, know, you need to be changing out your spring every two and a half years or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're cheap parts. You sure. know, you know, you're talking like 15, 20 bucks, 25 bucks, depending on what kind of spring you and get. And probably Southern Armory is yep. uh, where you should be taking that to yep. get done you unless can... you know exactly what you're doing. Right. And, and they're, well, the, the Glock springs are pretty easy to drop in. Uh, it's just the main, main spring. They're capsulated. When you do a cleaning on your gun you're going to take it out anyway so you can come in and you can buy the part other parts yeah you're, you're better off just having us take mm-hmm. care of it because mm-hmm. you've got to dig pretty deep into the gun to do it so no so. matter what though if you take care of the gun totally you change out the parts when you're supposed to you clean it regularly is there still a point where it's like it's it's gonna run out of life or if as long as you keep it up you're yeah. going to be fine so not necessarily it's some, not necessarily the same gun anymore because you've changed right, all the parts you've so changed like especially if you look at like uh some of my guns it's like the, the barrel doesn't even have serial numbers on it I'm like yeah because it's not the original barrel I've, right. I've had to put a new barrel in right um so as long as the frame and the slide uh don't crack and they have good um how do i say this uh I don't want to say lockup because that's not quite the term. Lockup more is like barrel and slide, but like slay or where the f- uh, frame and the slide kind of meet. You know, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of play in there. Yeah, and yeah, the parts are still good. Eventually, you know, the fear is something will come out of spec, but you're gonna have to shoot a lot to get to the point where you're you're sliding your frame out of spec. Gotcha. And and I can generally figure that out pretty quick. Right. Right. So, what else happened at the store? Um, talked about guns. We still got the suppressor thing going on. Oh. We've been getting a ton of phone calls about uh, Missouri um, nullifying all federal gun control. I don't know if you saw that article pop up. I have, and uh, you got we a question, have I'm sure. in the next, no, well, I do, but we yeah. have in the next segment, we have State Rep Nick Schroer oh, going awesome. to be joining us. So he can hopefully shed some light on shed it. Shed some light on those so the, things. So the big thing, everybody's like, you know, can I come in and just buy a suppressor? And it's like, <laughs> it's not law yet. It right. just it got passed, so it has to be signed by the governor. Right. And then when it does get signed and gets uh, by the governor, it won't go into effect until August 28th um, of of the year, that year. Right. Uh, so, uh, but can't, would it, but what, would it mean that you could just walk in and buy a suppressor? So, uh, yes and no. <laughs> so, um, if, if, if I'm going down the correct line and, and, the rep, rep Shore could probably give us more because he's an yeah. attorney. Yeah. So uh, basically the firearm would have to be manufactured in Missouri 
um, right, maybe right even down to the metal being made in Missouri, mm. and then uh, then it could be transferred in Missouri without the oversight of the federal government. Uh, but if it's a Gemtech or Silencer Co. or you know Dead Air, uh, now all of a sudden that is a registered item, and therefore you'd have to. Uh, You'd have to go ahead and pay the tax stamp, and, and do we have else. any of that? Like, are there gun makers that make there are, every piece of the gun or every see, piece of and the that's, equipment that's, in the state of Missouri? And the answer, I, I'm going to go is no. Yeah, you know it, that this we have good industry in Missouri, um, but it just seems that we don't have um, everything in Missouri. Like we have AR manufacturers in Missouri, several that I can think of. We have ammunition manufacturers here, etc. So. Um, but not one that, you know, I can say 100% that that gun is made in Missouri. Um, I'll give you an example. Like, bolt carrier groups are made by one company, mm-hmm. and they're not they're not here in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And then what, every company that does bolt carrier groups buys them from this particular company, and then they put their own coating on them or, you know, whatever whatever makes that bolt carrier group special. Uh, just because it's such high, highly specialized machinery, mm-hmm. it's expensive to set up. So, uh, and there might be an oddball. So, what will change if this law goes through? So, at least the, as far as you can deduce. Um, well, if if the metal is made in Missouri, I don't even know if it has to come down to the raw material. But if it's uh, made in Missouri, one hundred percent with no outside parts, then uh, you could technically, I guess, buy it. The problem is going to be is what is the federal government going to do if they want to prosecute you? Mm-hmm. And there is a case, and I was I didn't have time uh, to to search for it thoroughly. But I believe it was a Kansas case, uh, which some guys had uh, built machine guns, and all the parts had essentially come from uh, Kansas. And uh, I believe the Fed still prosecuted them. I can't. Mm-hmm. I got. I got to find the case and kind of brush up on it. Um, but we're a long way from there. Right. You, right. You know. I mean, we're not. It went through the House, right? But I don't think it went through the Senate it hasn't yet. Gone through the Senate, and hasn't it's still got to be signed, signed by, by the, the governor. governor. So. Hasn't faced whatever challenges it'll right. probably face. So it, we got a minute. Certainly not in the law yet. Yeah, we got a minute. Um, so, you know, you know, call. Yeah, that's what yeah. I can tell you. Right. Um, the other thing we got too is the uh, the gun free zone bill, right? That was uh, sponsored by Missouri Firearms Coalition. Mm-hmm. Our good friend Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, that is sitting in. I think you guys already know this. That is sitting in um, the. Oh my goodness! Purgatory, essentially. Yeah, purgatory is like laws and something um, mm-hmm. committee, and uh, so uh, our Facebook page, uh, we posted up a short deal about that with contact information for everybody. Oh, cool! So you need to go over and need to call those people. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Yeah, rattle absolutely. some cages. Absolutely, absolutely. You do. Uh, CCW classes, advanced pistol classes. Yeah, uh, we had a uh, CCW class last week, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Gave him a little civics lesson. Um, the me- the topic of medical marijuana came up. Oh yeah, and uh, then of course you know, we had talking a little bit about the suppressor thing and open carry. So a lot of good stuff, and uh, just kind of explaining you know how the different levels of government from you know, your city, your county, your state, and your federal government kind of all interact. And just because the uh, federal government is not going to say it's the federal government was basically Trump said he would support ending the war on marijuana. I don't know if you saw that article or not. You're Mr. Mm-hmm. News, so I'm sure you did. <laughs> um, Mr. Well, News. You are Mr. News. I am. So uh, and everybody was like, yeah, you know, and I was like, well, here, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> right. They're not going to legalize it 
federally. They're just not going to say it's illegal, right? right? So there's no affirmation, right? It's like there's not uh, you can, you can't. They're just going to say we're not going to regulate we're it. We're just done chasing you. Right, and then what's going to happen is because it's not illegal, but it's not legal, it's going to come down to the states yep. to figure it all out. And So we did you know, kind of a Which little civics lesson. Yeah, I'm with you. It absolutely mm-hmm. belongs at the state level. Um, and you know, I was like, but currently, you know, it's illegal on the federal level, so therefore, on the forty-four seventy-three, if you even if you have medical marijuana prescription, you have to you know check that yes, you're an unlawful user because it's still federal. Chad's giving us the rap signal. I know. So you, and House he, Bill two thirty-eight is the one that I proposed on the medical yeah, marijuana. And yeah, we'll talk That's to the Aaron Tarlow bill. That is the Aaron Tarlow bill. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> All, right. All right, bring it home. Two uh, one oh, mile yeah. east. Of- yeah. So uh, <laughs> sorry, my bad. <laughs> you're good. So it's uh. Southern Armory, located one mile east of 270 and 9901 Watson Road, and dot com. That's southernarmory.com. Hit yes. the music, Mr. Producer. <laughs> We're going to break. When we come back, we are going to talk to State Rep Nick Schroer. They're at about the halfway point of the 2019 Missouri Legislative Session. So we're going to ask him what is on tap for the second half. We're going to ask him about these different gun bills that we've discussed a little bit, see if there's anything that we're missing, uh, get an overview on on what is happening in Jefferson City in the coming weeks. Uh, what can we expect? We'll find out from State Rep. Shore next. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio on FM News Talk 97.1. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio. FM News Talk 97.1, Tony Colombo, Aaron Tarlow, and Chad Ellis in studio. And as we mentioned in the last segment, joining us now on the phone is our friend, State Representative Nick Schroer. Rep Schroer, how are you? I am wonderful. Thank you all for having me on again. Yeah, you oh, bet. You're always welcome. How um how busy is your life right now? What are we? We're just past the halfway point through the 2019 legislative session how you feeling just overall about the progress you guys have been able to get done in the first half of the session and looking forward are you feeling good about what's happening in in the second half or are you frustrated are things not going the way you want them to go no i I couldn't be happier i've got uh, a handful of my bills in the senate already um, the Aaron Tarlow bill, which we'll talk about soon. I've got that in the Senate. Um, but we've, we've done some big things this week. We passed the budget, uh, sent it over to the Senate. Uh, my pro-life bill, the Missouri Stands for the Unborn Act, um, that's over in the Senate. I'm probably going to have a hearing yeah. on that next week. And even got interviewed by CNN, of all people, this man. week as well. So oh, you might see that. And- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. My, my, my nickname that you gave me, Newsmaker, Newsmaker Nick. Nick. I was just going to say it. Newsmaker Nick. Got, got a little bit of truth to that, I guess. No you know, kidding. You know what you have to do with CNN? You ever see the old Simpsons episode where Homer's been uh, accused of like some sexual misconduct and they've got the right. clock in the background and it keeps going from like, different times in the interview and they just spliced it all together yes that's what you need to do with cnn you need to have that clock running in the back no kidding well when i was talking to him i I, I kept thinking of uh donald trump's your fake news yeah i I couldn't get that out of my head (laughs) 
Uh, let's start with that medical marijuana bill. Um, so that is, th- we're talking about the situation of now that medical marijuana is legal in the state of Missouri, but right. med- but marijuana is still technically illegal on a federal level. If you are a patient that gets prescribed medical marijuana by your doctor, particularly if, you know, you know, you think about a cancer patient or somebody else suffering from, uh, you know, some eye issues or chronic pain issues, and you get prescribed this medical marijuana, uh, but then you also want to make sure that you have a gun to protect yourself. Technically, you're breaking federal law, and that would be illegal. So I know you've been working, uh, and I know you and Aaron talked a, a whole lot about uh, about that um, in the very beginning, how to sort of reconcile that situation. Uh, give us an update on where that's at. Well, that's the issue that we have is the the selective enforcement by the feds on keeping marijuana illegal, mm-hmm. but then they they – selectively enforce that illegality and only uh, do so when they're taking away your Second Amendment rights. Um, on the show a number of months ago, I indicated that this is an issue. We needed to address it. We, you know, we're not just going to dangle somebody's liberty and say you pick one, uh, whether it's your health or protecting the health and well-being of your family. Um, so this is a blockade, which uh, I thank Aaron for bringing this up. Um, this is how legislation should be made, is talking to people that it's going to impact in the state of Missouri. Um, so I'm very happy that we actually amended this onto a another medical marijuana bill uh, by Representative Ron Hicks, another huge gun advocate, Second Amendment advocate. I actually replaced Ron Hicks when he moved out of the district, and now he's back. And um, we're working together, and that bill's uh, moving over into the Senate right now. So it, it literally had uh, massive support from Republicans, Democrats. Um, but, you know, if at first you don't succeed, amend a Senate bill, amend a House bill, and that's exactly what we did because this bill, uh, it, it didn't get a hearing. Um, yeah, there were some other huge bills that I had, such as the, the first bill that I filed was the Mayor, or Missouri Stands for the Unborn Act. Yeah. Uh, some are saying it's the most comprehensive, strongest piece of pro-life legislation ever in the United States. Uh, but the second piece, or the second bill that I filed was the Aaron Tarlow bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 hopefully we can uh, get some action on that soon. Uh, keep us posted as that makes its way through, and yeah. if there, you know, if if uh, if you get uh, good progress on that. Also, um, I know that there is. So, Aaron and I were just talking about the. Uh, the, I don't know. I, I draw a blank on how to say it. Getting rid of the gun-free zones, essentially. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they have yeah. a they have the gun-free zone to repeal off of the Bi State yeah. Development Agency. And then they have one that is going to replace, uh, pull off. Uh, it won't be all 17 places uh, under the current legislation. Yeah, uh, but it'll be a good, a good majority. So, of them. so getting that uh, gun-free zone situation repealed has sort of stalled in the Missouri legislature. Correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe yeah, for a couple of years. Yeah, but there is a bill uh, that deals specifically with Metro Transit uh, that. Is has the a chance of making a little bit more progress the way I understand it. Can you explain what's happening with that bill? So that bill, uh, my senator, Senator Bob Onder, um, he's got the Senate version, and Representative Ron Hicks uh, and uh, Representative Adam Schnelting, all of us are from St. Charles County, so uh, you're in good hands in St. Charles County when it comes to the Second Amendment. But that came through general laws uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, the The transit bill, the Metro Transit bill, is one which would uh, repeal that gun-free zone on the Metrolink. We had individuals that uh, came and testified, very, very compelling testimony. Um, But we we think that that might get voted out this week, this upcoming week. Uh, I mean, it's more of a narrowed issue. It's a single issue. We're just uh, repealing one 
of the gun-free zones, where the other bill, Representative Taylor's bill, uh, he's been working with Alex Alsman, a friend of the show, and uh, they've been working on this thing for a couple years, which gets a, a bunch of heat and is pushed uh, a lot of misinformation into the media, a lot of misinformation into the, the halls of the Missouri House. And some of the people are scared because they think that this is going to mandate mandate that there are going to be guns in bars with uh, people drinking and the right. old wild, wild west argument, which it's quite the opposite. Yeah, um, it is. This would still allow this would still allow business owners to um, put that sign on their door that says, nah, not in this bar. We're not going to have right. guns in this bar or not in this daycare, not in this school. Um, so ultimately, th- it, it might be an issue where the sponsor, a friend of mine, Jared Taylor, uh, and I were discussing this, um, maybe putting a couple amendments on there to to focus on uh, campus carry. I know you, you look around and you see a lot of wackos that, by law, number one, shouldn't have a gun, shouldn't have a gun on the campus of, of the school that they're attending. Um, but somehow that law is not, not deterring them from doing so. Um, so I think, you know, our, we send our kids off to these institutions. Um, I'm working under the radar on some information presented to me uh, on Mizzou and some stuff that uh, is very concerning to me. I'll probably unveil in the next several months. Um, but I think campus carry has to, be, has to be on the top priority list when we're talking about the Second Amendment. And that might be something that uh, Representative Taylor is going to have to do with his bill because this is, I believe, the third year uh, that it is kind of stalled. So what I found so funny was uh, I am a member, or I, let me correct myself, I was a uh, a fan of Missouri, uh, what was it, Mother's Demand, Mother's Demand Action. Action. I, I, I was on their Facebook. Remember, I yeah. joined it on oh, yeah. on the show. Yeah, you, I found you it, signed I, up. I joined it, <laughs> and uh, and you've been a charter member ever since. And I already got kicked out. Oh, <laughs> Oh. They're on to you. They, they figured it out quick. <laughs> They're on to you. So uh, they were actually talking about the gun-free zone bill, and they said, just imagine at your church, at your child's school, at this place, at this place, guns are just going to be dropping everywhere and going off, and there's going to be all this chaos. And I said, no, no, there's not. I said, don't, don't, you don't need to fear-monger it. I go, the reality of the situation is this. You know, we have all these other places that you can carry, and magically we don't have guns going off randomly, right? Right. So why all of a sudden changing the law would this happen? And I said, you know, you guys would would focus your—well, there was a couple other things said, like there's probably better arguments to put forth, you know, against this if you really wanted to do it, and then we'll knock them down too. But simply telling people, you know, magically making it legal is going to make it automatically dangerous is just— irresponsible so uh then i said to them why don't you guys focus on stuff that matters um on getting second amendment issues through and and my big pet peeve is states like illinois that don't uh call nicks for their right. background check that is like my well and that's what we saw in, uh, in aurora illinois absolutely Actually, an individual yeah, who by yeah, law should not out. have we've talked about right. that a bunch yeah Go ahead, Nick. Yeah. No, I was going to say, by law, the individuals shouldn't have had. We've got the laws on the books that would have yep. prevented, prevented him from legally having the guns. Um, but a state that's that's controlled, uh, it's been under Mike Madigan's thumb for many years, Yeah. Uh, just can't seem to actually do the right thing and uphold you. Uh-oh. Nick? Uh-oh. We lose him? I think we lost him. Mm. 
You, Chad, work on getting him back, and so, uh, uh, and Aaron and I'll just discuss but, here. Right, kind of what what he was getting to is, you know, Illinois does not call Knicks. They call the state police for yeah, a background right. check. Now, if he would have come here to Missouri or Iowa or any of the border states mm-hmm. that all call Knicks, he wouldn't have been allowed to buy a gun, which means that mass shooting in Aurora would have never happened. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just, you know, was pointing that out to Moms Demand Action that, you know, there is common ground between gun owners— you know, NRA uh, and and other gun advocacy groups on how to get um, the guns out of criminals' hands and prevent this, and that is a very small thing to change, mm-hmm. in in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And you just have the yeah, federal government. It's an easy thing to change. You just have the federal government wave some dollar dollar bills because you know mm. Illinois is broke, right? So if we're going to give them money, right, federally. Um, and all they have can, to do is take the state police and and say. Can well, I ask you how they up? found you? Well, yeah, I mean, I commented <laughs> because of that. I commented so because of your because of you pointing that out. Yeah. they were like, oh, you don't belong here, right? And three out. Yeah, and it w- didn't take long. It, that post was maybe active for an hour. Oh, the best part about that other other two. Somebody else said in the, in that thread. Uh, we got him back. If are you can, there? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah Nick. Nick's back. Good. So, uh, I, I Aaron, was, I was I just asked Aaron to explain how he was uh, informed that he yeah. was uh, kicked out of the Moms so, Demand Action Group. Yeah. So I posted, you know, that they should they should require right. you know, all states to go to Nick's for background were, checks. So they were on to you. And then you know I said you know this stuff doesn't matter. And then somebody else said, well, if they're going to make it gun free zones everywhere, my God, they better make it a gun free zone in Jeff City uh, in the capital. And so, of course, Aaron says, it's already like that. You just can't carry on the chamber floors. So, yeah. And they were like, uh, okay, he's gone. And that was it, man. And all of a sudden, I was like, I was like, oh, no, I was totally inflammatory and in telling them they were wrong. Like, there's got to be people replying to this. Yeah. There's no yeah. doubt. And I wasn't getting any after like a day. So I went and looked for the post, and I was, was uh, yeah. I was removed. Hey, Nick, let me just um, – um, we're talking to State Rep Nick Schroer, by the way um, – on that Metrolink uh, carry situation, uh, are, do you think then that there is a, a, a better chance of one day soon being able to at least get legislation where people would be able to carry on the Metrolink? And, and does that expand, expand to buses? Or is that in the same sort of purgatory as the rest of the of the no-carry zones? No, I, I think the chances are, uh, are very good, and I am not sure. I believe that it's already been passed out of the Senate. I could be wrong. Um, but I think since it is more narrow and it only is focused on that rather than, uh, you know, a number of different gun-free zones, I think that probably has a better chance, um, similar to how Democrats have chipped away at our second amendment rights and, uh, abortion rights many, many years. Um, they do it piece by piece by piece. Um, and that's why I think the struggle getting Jared's bill, the, uh, all of the gun-free zones, um, is maybe a little bit harder and a lot of the misinformation, like you all just indicated, even online, um, is produced. It's harder to combat that and convince people uh, what the facts truly are when there's so many different uh, things out there, you know, encompassing schools, bars, churches. Um, but no, I think, you know, from my perspective, there's a large possibility that if that um, uh, Metro Transit bill gets onto the floor, that we will have a discussion, possibly mm-hmm. by way of amendment, on um, Jared Taylor's bill. Very good. Right, and and the best part I think about that bill, actually, in the CCW class, I said, you know, there's only a few places I don't think you should be uh, not allowed to carry guns by statute, 
and everybody was kind of looking at me, and I was like, prisons, jails, and mental institutions are yep. are the big ones, and then private property posted off limits, and mm-hmm. and I and courthouses were in there as well, just because tempers can kind of flare in there. Right. All right. Um, while while we've got you talking to State Rep Nick Schroer, um, I want to just quickly rapid fire a couple of of other issues that have been making news. Uh, that you guys have been working on there in Jeff City that don't necessarily uh, have to do with firearms or, or guns, but I think it's interesting enough that it it, it uh, affects everyone. One of the big ones that we've heard about uh, is the vehicle inspection situation. Right, right. now in Missouri, it's uh, every two years you have to have your vehicle inspected. Um, the new bill, I think, is 10 years. Uh, uh, that would go away unless your car is 10 years old or has over 150,000 miles on it. How is that bill going? Do you are you feeling like that that is something that will actually pass soon here in the state? Well, there's a lot of um, there, there's a struggle to get the original bill across. I know uh, the Highway Patrol and, and law enforcement came out and they they did address some concerns uh, of having vehicles that are you know things wrong with them on the roads. Uh, the bill sponsor, great guy Jay Eggleston, he took it back. He amended it to what it is. It's the uh, the ten years or uh, 150,000 miles. Brought it back to the floor, and it passed. Uh, very, very large numbers it passed. So it's mm-hmm. in the Senate right now. Um, it might have a uh, Senate hearing in the next week or so. But I know that there is some uh, appetite to get that thing done in the Senate as well. So they got a very good shot this year. As a guy who drives uh, a lot and drives downtown St. Louis every day from the county into the city, uh, infrastructure, it's been a big talking point. It's mm-hmm. its a real thing. There's some roads that are just embarrassing around the state of Missouri. Uh, what's the latest on the infrastructure struggle? So the budget that we passed this week uh, included, I believe, $100 million towards um, the infrastructure and, and roads and bridges. We also we also defunded Planned Parenthood for the second year in a row, which we can talk about that on another show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that there are lots of bills out, out there um, trying to address infrastructure and trying to address our roads and bridges. I know with the flooding going across our state, uh, a lot of that's being exposed, too. So um, I, I had lunch or breakfast, rather, I had breakfast with a, with a group of us, sat down with the governor this week, um, and there are a lot of things that we were discussing um, that can't be done. So that's still on our top priority list. Very good. And then I also saw a bill that would um, eliminate free primary uh, open primary elections so if you don't if you're not registered to the Republican or Democratic party you would not be able to participate in those primary elections uh, are right. you a supporter of that and is that something that you think is going to is going to pass so i actually uh, in the perfection process when the votes brought up and amendments can get put on typically it's it's passed with a voice vote um, for some reason, somebody requested a uh, roll call vote, so I did. I supported that bill. Um, I was actually a, a victim of this uh, issue, which was brought up on the floor that um, in certain counties and certain cities that are, let's, let's say, heavily Republican or heavily Democrat, will have selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. The other party try to sneak in. Um, They know that they have no shot at the general election. Uh, so they'll sneak in on the primaries. And I had, uh, when I first ran uh, in St. Charles County, there were several people that were known Democrats in the county, ran as Republicans. Of course, they were defeated. Um, but this is this is an issue. Um, it would not prevent anybody from voting for an independent. If you want to run an independent, you can pull that, that ticket. And the general election, you get to vote on everybody, issues and everybody. So if you want to vote for a Democrat for a city council and a Republican for state representative, uh, you have that right and that ability. So I think at least having the discussion this week was, was good. Um, it, it ended up passing, so it's going to the third read calendar. But there's a, a little bit of clarification that we need, or, or the bill sponsor, rather, needs to provide to uh, House members because it passed by a slim margin. Yeah, I saw it was like 78 to 72. It was a very, very close vote. Um, I would yep. love to discuss that with you further one day. Don't have the time for it here. But as a person who fancies himself a libertarian, I right. do not – You know, I'm not registered Republican or Democrat. I never, I never plan to be. Um, and so you know, I'm not sure how I feel about that uh, you know, because there have been times when there's not a, a libertarian or a strong libertarian on a, on a ballot somewhere, and I have uh, – and I want to vote in a, in a primary, and uh, I wouldn't be able to in this situation. I think – so, I think we need a uh, representative or senator Colombo one day. Hey, let's do it. Can you help me? Let's run, start, let's help start run it right my, now. You help run my campaign. Absolutely. Oh, you know what? That brings <laughs> this. You know what? I, in a funny way, that makes me think of um, because everybody jokes that one day I'm going to run for mayor of Florissant, even though I am a big uh, supporter of the of our police chief Tim Lowry, who's mm-hmm. currently running for mayor. Um, the son of the former mayor. The son of the former mayor. That is correct. Son of the former police chief and mayor. Uh, right. His family big in in Florissant. I hope he's not our last mayor. Are you guys? Are you guys at all to the point in Jeff City where you're talking about city county merger, or is that something that you're sort of right now still leaving to uh, the communities here in the you know in the St. Louis area um, and not addressing it at a, at a statewide level yet? That was actually brought up in general laws this week, and I'm on uh, eight different committees now. Um, but I, I definitely wanted to attend that one. I grew up in Ferguson, Missouri, St. Louis County. Yeah. have a lot of family and friends still out there. Um, and I know from talking – that I was even on Mark Cox earlier this week, and the day before, Dean Plocker, the chair of the committee, was on Mark Cox. You can all stream that, at uh, I guess, on the, on the radio app, radio.com app or YouTube. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, no, we discussed it, and uh, – I've always said, and I want to try this today as, as um, neutral as possible, but I've always said, is it right to have the entire state voting on something that's going to affect only two entities? Is it right? No. But is it legal? Yes. And that's why these things that came up that were presented would actually piggyback off of the actual legality that's in the Constitution that requires a statewide vote. Um, Representative Plocker had a piece of legislation that would say, okay, keep that intact, but in order for it to go into effect um, – 
the, the majority of the affected districts would actually have to approve of this as well. So ultimately, you, you have the statewide vote, but St. Louis County and St. Louis City, would, the majority of those two alone is the second piece of this puzzle that would have to yeah. approve it for it to go into effect. There were a couple things right. similar to that. The interesting thing was nobody, nobody was there supporting the city-county merger. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of the way I have uh, – that's my experience in talking about city-county merger also. Unless I'm talking to right. somebody from Better Together, I'm not – I've – not really ran into too many people that are in support of it. And my uh, version of what you just said would be, is it right? No. Is it legal? If it is, let's fix it. <laughs> because yeah, and, if, and that's what we're trying to do. It shouldn't be, yeah. Very good. Great stuff. As always, that is State Rep Nick Schroer. Uh, hope to talk to you again very soon. If people want to follow you on social media so they can keep up with everything that you are working on there in Jefferson City, what is the best place to, to do all that stuff? Hit up my website, Nick4Rep. It's all spelled out, Nick4Rep.com. That links you to my Facebook and, and Twitterverse, which uh, w- this week we, we ended up getting a bunch of new trolls to the team. Nice. Uh, so we, we keep it exciting on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I'm very <laughs> proud of the, the, the team we're building and uh, mm. the troll universe out there. I love it. I love it. That's great stuff. All right, that is State Rep Nick Schroer. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Hope to talk to you again real soon. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend, my friend. You too. All Y'all right. have fun. You Thanks, bet. Nick. Bye. All right. We got to take a quick break, but we're not done. A little more Second Amendment radio coming up. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to FM News Talk 97.1. The Delta Towns of Aaron. Sounds? Towns? Sounds of Aaron Tarlow. I, Singing along. My, my wife. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Karaoke but right here every week. I do. And I mean, I wish I could, you know. They have like the the disco balls going, but yeah. there's supposedly this really awesome karaoke place in U City. It's like a Korean karaoke place, and mm-hmm. I, I looked it up online. It looked pretty baller. All right, and I want to go. We'll go um, sometime, dude. I'm there. Like you, you don't even gonna ask me twice. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing after the show? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I really want to go do uh, karaoke, and and it's and this is not to be like, uh, how do I say this? Nationalist? Is that right? Right? No, nah, it's not like racist, but like. Asian culture, like Japan and stuff. Yeah, Korean karaoke's huge deal. Yeah, like it's like a like I don't want to say it's like a sport, but it's like a sport. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't want to say it's like a sport, but it's like a sport. It's like a sport over there. Like yeah. I'm not lying. Like they they they're very serious about. So karaoke. that's the place. Those are the people that go. That's and what sing I'm. With. That's what I'm thinking. All like right, I want to see it. what they do and I how like awesome it. they are. And then Chad, are you in? Chad. Chad's uh, definitely in. I'll watch. She's going to hang? I'll watch. She's hang. All right. And then, All right. Um, <laughs> That's fine with me. And then, uh, anyway, so we'll we, we go we'll there. Get, we'll get yeah. Oh, yeah. Drunk. Get him drunk and he'll be on. <laughs> we'll be up there singing. <laughs> we'll do some run DMC, one, the three I'll of us. <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah, um, I like it. Yeah, tricky. Run DMC. Like Psh, yeah. There. Um, but anyway, so I want to go. I'll do a part. Yeah, but they have this app on your phone mm-hmm. that like it'll it'll tell you your pitch. You can download the song and it'll give you all the words and the rhythm, and then it'll show you like where you need to be pitch wise. Because I think that's my problem. I know the words, and I got the rhythm. But you got to get that pitch. I got to get the pitch right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we need to get back on track. Right, Second uh, Amendment Radio, not karaoke a, radio. Yeah. Two A Radio. Right. Find us on Facebook at SouthernArmory dot com. Find us right. on Facebook at Second Amendment Radio or. If you're a Twitter person, the great at Tony Colombo nine seven one. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. And Aaron's nice got job, a, Aaron's man. got a Twitter too. Mm-hmm. It's Tarlo seven six four four. There you go. And I don't I don't really tweet too too much. I more just monitor. Right. Okay. All right. 
when I do tweet. But you do a lot of communicating on the Facebook. The Facebook live so streams Armory and everything and else. Second Amendment Radio on Facebook. Go and uh, go and follow those. Yeah. Um, I, questions here. Um, sometimes, and we've you know we 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 have to do this from time to time. Go back and and address a question that we have talked about in the past because. Uh, a lot of times those are the questions that we get the most. Just because we talked about it once a few months ago doesn't mean that people aren't still asking those questions like crazy. And one that I get all the time for you, my friend, mm-hmm. Aaron, is what is your favorite gun to fire or type oh, of gun to fire? Um, So that's like really, really broad. Right, I know. I know. So, Are you more of a handgun guy or a, or a shotgun rifle guy? I'm a handgunner. Okay. I've I've See, always we're narrowing it down. Yeah, I've always been a handgunner, mm-hmm. and uh, so with with that being said, you know I've got my you a revolver guy. I do. I, that's what I got on today. Yeah, I got on my GP one hundred with three fifty seven mags in it. Okay, and uh, I like that gun. I think it's a so I so am I a revolver guy? Am I handgun? Or, you know, a semi auto guy? And uh, so my generic answer to that is generally I'm an ammo sexual. <laughs> if it shoots, I, I want to shoot it. Yeah. And uh, I've shot, you know, from your 22 handguns, 25, uh, 32 autos, all the way up to your 50 GI. Um, that's like the biggest. You know, obviously, I've shot some 44 mags. I've got a 629 myself. It's an awesome shooting gun uh, with mags or with specials in it. But um, so people go like, you know, what revolver do you like? And I'm like, well, I got like four. <laughs> like you know, right. you gotta remember, I play with a lot of guns, right? So I've I've got it kind of narrowed down. So if you've got the the budget and you want to get a J frame, get a performance center J frame. And the performance center's just got a really amazing trigger. I guess the poly, they polish it. The geometry is a little bit different, but it just functions really really well. And you can do you can you can do what we call like staging the trigger. Maybe I'll do a little short video on this. Pull out a bunch of revolvers and just throw them up so yeah. people have an idea. So then, uh, yeah, always so, keep an eye on the Southern Armory Facebook oh, yeah. page, Second Amendment Radio Facebook page, because Aaron does a lot of really and, cool tutorials and stuff. Yeah, uh, whether we're, we're working on guns, yeah. maybe I'll maybe I'll, I'll sell some guns to some folks. Who always knows? a good idea to just keep um, an eye on that stuff. And then we're going to be doing a news segment too, like probably once a week, you know, thirty or forty-five minutes, just kind of discuss something in the news, in addition mm-hmm. to the radio show. So mm-hmm. we're starting to get a lot more active on the social. What is so. more, um, what is more reliable? A, a oh, revolver man. or a semi-auto. So revolvers can have timing issues too. Mm-hmm. Okay, and semi-autos can jam. So you know, you can really say they both can jam. Um, it it you got to test your gun, mm-hmm. and you'll figure out what's super reliable. So there's have, not a generic answer to that. They used to be like revolvers, 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 but today with modern manufacturing, they're able to really dial in the specs, and then the the reliability of the ammunition for semi-autos. It's a toss-up. Really what it comes down is how does it feel in your hand and uh, can you function it? Can you open the slide or can you lock the slide back? Can you open the cylinder? But uh, back to the revolver conversation, mm-hmm. uh, Performance J, Performance Center J-Frames from Smith & Wesson, by far great, great value for the dollar. Um, now, can you get a regular J-Frame and bring it in and have me do a bunch of stuff to it? Yes, you can. Long story short, you, you know, so if you want to build it in stages, you can. Uh, if you want um, just kind of a... Out of the box, good revolver. I'm really a big fan of Ruger SP 101. I've got a three inch version of that. I carry it. I really like it. If you want a little bit bigger revolver, GP 100. Obviously, I've got one on today, and you could do a lot to those. 
And then uh, if you're kind of looking for something to hunt, like alternative means, mm-hmm. the uh, Model 629 from Smith & Wesson, phenomenal, 44 Magnum. You can run your 44 Specials in it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are kind of my, my four picks on revolvers. When you go over to the semi-auto world, I've got Glock, I've got Sig, I've got you know a bunch of 1911s, I've got you know just a lot of a lot of semi-autos, right? You know, so um, what are your thoughts on the judge? The judge um, by the governor from Smith and Wesson. Yeah, yeah, same. So uh, you can still shoot your four tens, you can still shoot your forty five long Colts, but the uh, governor has been machined to allow you to shoot forty five ACP. And that's that's a that's a benefit because that ammo's a lot cheaper. Yeah. Um, also, Taurus has got some timing issues. I mentioned those just a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, timing on a revolver, you know, the cylinder does not quite line up with the barrel, and you start shaving lead. Okay. And I've had a few Taurus revolvers come in where the gun has been turned, and the primer is hitting what we call the primer pocket. So you have the case, right, and then then in the center you have the primer, and it's hitting on the edge of where the primer is and the case is. So that means that 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 uh, revolver that 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 cylinder um, is just a little bit out of time, and let's say that that firing pin would actually be able to pop that uh, primer. You would you would destroy the gun. Yep, because uh, the the bullet would impact the the frame. Right. So good stuff. All right, yep. we got to take a break. Don't go anywhere. It is Second Amendment Radio. Don't forget you can follow Second Amendment Radio on Facebook along with Southern Armory on Facebook. You can always download the podcast of this show on our website at 971talk.com or even better, the radio.com app. It's all free, and you go back and make sure that you don't miss anything and you get more of that great information like we just got from Aaron. More Second Amendment Radio coming up. Don't go anywhere. It's FM News Talk 971. Get more at 971talk.com. 